you're going to get to hear from Mr. Davis, Senior Davis, as I like to call him, uh, right, because he teaches Spanish. Nate and Kate are, um, gosh, longtime family members. Nate grew up as a missionary kid, so imagine that, and he still loves Jesus. What are the odds? I mean, come on, seriously. Uh, and uh, Nate uh, grew up in Ecuador, which is very different from Colombia. Yep. And so this summer you got to spend a week and you went to? I went to Medellin, Colombia, and I got to... It's like the um, big town. Yeah, it is like the big town. But it's spelled like Medillo, but you say Medellin. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> but not at all. Um, because uh, I'm from America. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, no, I got, I got to go there uh, for a training on how to uh, teach adults who have never had the opportunity to learn how to read, how to read. Um, and I, I also was kind of a backup uh, interpreter. Um, I, I don't get to use my, uh, my Spanish very often in generations, but uh, it, was, it was awesome to be able to do that in Me llamo Medellin. Maxo. Que bueno. <laughs> Excelente. <laughs> Buen hecho. Um, so... While I was there, they, they taught me this method called bridge to reading, and um, bridge to reading uh, started in Africa, um, and it was this uh, method um, about taking people's natural language, um, what they use every day um, during their speech, and being able to put that into writing. Um, so if they use ain't, you write down ain't. Um, there's no worries about uh, grammar, um, and so it makes it really easy for Woo-hoo! people to be able to read. A lot of that, that can sell here. Yeah, we're, oh yeah. We're not a grammar bunch. Ah, I hear you. It's okay. <laughs> Some of them are like, no, periods are matter. Okay, so keep going. Um, so, like, the most exciting part for me was uh, after doing the training and being a part of the training, going into... Uh, Bella Vista prison, and um, I'll give you a little bit of a background. Wait, you're going to a prison in Medellin, in, in Medellin Colombia. Colombia. So what kind of guys are in prison and, in Colombia? And so this was like the prison white, that, white that, that like had uh, Pablo Escobar, who was like the most notorious <laughs> yeah, drug dealer ever. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it used to be one of the most dangerous prisons in the world. They were saying that uh, every day, three deaths would take place there. Now it's one death a year um, because of the prison ministry that's taking place there. And there are these yeah. folks that okay. were criminals who have come to know Jesus who are now pastors in all these different patios or cell blocks within right. the prison. Okay. Um, so we got to interact with them, but also train um, folks that, that just show up um, as volunteers on the weekends or during the week to help out and, and teach them this method. Um, I'm going to guess, I mean, literacy is a gateway to so many things. But right. It, but it's also, we, we like to say that we're people of the book, right? And if you want to read the Bible, Absolutely. then and, you got to be able to and read. And I think, I think the thing that is, is really surprising is, is when you ask a uh, person who has never learned how to read why they want to learn how to read, the yep. typical response is, I want to be able to learn how to read the Bible. That's, that's okay. typically what they'll say. Um, every now and then it'll be, I want to be able to read the letters that I get from my kids, or I want to be able to write my kids. Um, but a lot of times it's, I want to be able to learn how to read the Bible. Um, so that, that was kind of what I did, and, and probably the most exciting moment for me was watching this guy that 
Um, I, I got a group of five guys, and it, it was nerve-wracking because I was like, I don't know these people. I got to introduce myself um, and, and start up this, this tutoring session with them. But watching one guy who had never learned how to read, and, and all of a sudden he knew what one of the words was on the paper and, and, and the excitement for him of going, I can read that. Um, and, and that was just really cool um, to see. Um, Medellin um, was a uh, surprising place for me um, because I got, I got to see people use um, gifts that, that God has given them um, and, and they, they are continually growing those gifts. Um, one of the ladies there, uh, <laughs> Janine Bravon, um, I, I was just, I, I was floored by her. I mean, the first night she picks us up from the airport and she stops at a gas station and she walks in and she immediately starts talking with uh, the, the cashier about Jesus. And it's like, let me, let me, um, and, and she's, a, she's a Greek professor at a seminary and it's like, your name's Danielle. Do you know what your name means? Your name means God is judge. And you know what? God has an awesome gift for you. Could I share that with you? And she would just start, you know, asking them, would you like to receive this gift? And they were like, sure. And they'd just pray, and there'd be like three people behind waiting to be checked out, but they'd be praying. And then Janine would like oh, be like... It gets better. Tell them about the taxi accident. All right, so like <laughs> our last day there, all right, Janine rear ends this, uh, this taxi cab. Not on purpose. Like whoever rear ends anyone on yeah, purpose. I mean, Come on. So she she like hits this hits this Oops. cab, and I mean er- everybody's like the the mall cops are all nobody can leave the, the scene <laughs> scene of the crime, um, and she immediately starts sharing with them, and then like more people come and she starts sharing. Ten people in one day after a traffic accident all of a sudden accept Jesus. And, and she gives them all, like, a New Testament with, like, the church address, and she's like, I'll see you on Sunday. And that's, like, just what she does. Um, and and it, was really, it was really neat to see, like, her challenge to herself, because the previous year she was like, every day I want to be able to share Jesus with two people um, every day and, and see them come to know Jesus. And this year she's like, I'm going to share every day with four people. And, and There's it was something also, that happens, right? Because yeah. you're, you're next to this. You love Jesus. I know you do. Right. And now you're next to somebody whose passion, whose focus. Oh, it's amazing. Right. Um, so what happened? What? <laughs> so for, for me, I think, I think what, what I found there was um, being able to use the gifts that God has given you. Um, so... For me, um, I feel like in a lot of ways he's prepared me with teaching, and um, I, I went on to get a master's in literacy and how to teach reading, um, and, and I have a background in Spanish, um, but not only being able to use the gifts that God has given you, but being able to use it in, in the context of a, a church and with what God is doing. I mean, we, we, we serve one of the most remarkable kingdoms on earth um, mm-hmm. that, like, we don't have to worry about the economy no. of, of that kingdom. We don't have to worry about um, if, if somebody is going to ever overthrow that kingdom because it's, no. it's not going to happen. Um, and, and to me, um, you know, if, if God has gifted you with, with sales, sell away um, for, for the kingdom of God. If, if he's gifted you with playing a musical instrument, play away um, so that the 
people can worship him. Um, if he's gifted you with, with sharing about Evangelist, him, yeah. do it. I mean, um, so that, that was probably one of the, one of the big things. And then um, seeing, seeing how he's preparing you. Um, probably the last story that I want to leave everybody with is um, my, my friend in Columbia named Alex. Um, Alex was at the training, and in Colombia, they, they call Alex La Pirata, the pirate. Um, Alex has a, um, an eye patch. An eye patch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he has a, um, a cane um, to okay. get around. Um, and when I saw Alex, I immediately went, I feel like I, I've heard this guy's story before. Um, and, and one of the team members that went with us is working on a master's degree in media comm. Um, and so... She was wanting to film some testimonies, and I, and I started thinking, you know, is this the same guy that I heard a story about where, like, he nearly died? Um, and sure enough, it, it was the same guy. Um, so we asked Alex if he would share his story. Um, Alex grew up on this uh, banana plantation. Um, he grew up uh, with a family that um, loved people and um, loved God. Um, his dad um, taught him um, how to respect people, how to do good business, um, how to um, take care of people. I mean, when he was 15 and a half, this single mom and her son come into the village, and um, uh, the dad sits the mom down and says, you know, I really think that your son needs a dad in his life, and I would like to offer my family um, and to adopt your son into our family and, and take care of him and, and, and raise him kind of as, as our own. And, and this mom agreed to that. Um, not shortly after, Alex's dad was killed by paramilitary. Um, he was assassinated, and Alex found his dad. Um, so after that, his family fled the countryside and went to Medellin. Um, and, and Alex loved his dad. I mean, his dad was probably the most important figure in his life. Um, and, and that was kind of where Alex really started to find God was he went, you know, there's, there's a bigger father for me. Um, well, Alex, Alex's story gets really interesting now. He goes back to the farm because he wants to get enough money um, to be able to go to the university. And while he's on the farm, uh, he gets on the farm bus to go back to the dorms where everybody stays. And the bus is driving along, and then it stops. And paramilitary come on board with guns. And Alex goes, I'm going to die. And he starts shaking uncontrollably on the bus. Um, and, and Alex says, um, you know, at, at that point, he, he went, you know, this peace um, of, of God just sort of rested over me, and I couldn't help but sing, Great is your faithfulness. So he starts singing. Um, and the paramilitary are like, shut up, shut up. Um, and he keeps singing. I mean, just singing away as, as they keep, they tell him, get off the bus. Um, and, and by the time he gets off the bus, you know, he's done with, with how great is your faithfulness in Spanish. And, and then he, uh, he switches up to start yelling at them, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And they, t they tie up um, their hands. They put them in three rows down on the ground. And they opened fire um, at everybody that was on the bus. Um, and the first time that they fire, you know, the bullets go through. And, and for Alex, the only bullet that hits him it goes through his arm. So Alex looks up, and at that point, that's where the bullet goes through his head. 
and through his eye and blows out half of his face. Um, and, and, and that day, everybody died except for Alex. Alex lived. Um, and, and, and the part that really got me was when Alex said, you know, they, they reconstructed um, my face. I learned, I learned to um, get around with, with one eye. Um, and then I got involved with the prison ministry, and I found my shooters. And I shared with them the fact that, that they meant something for evil, but God had such a bigger plan for them. And, and the fact that he can go and embrace his shooters, and, and the fact that they are now believers in Jesus, which, as Max and I were talking there at night, uh, I mean, it just doesn't happen. I mean, period. It just doesn't. Like, you, you don't, you don't see that happen without um, the love of Jesus. And so these guys are now like leaders in the prison, bringing other people to Jesus. Um, and so it was, it was just amazing to me to watch Alex's testimony and the fact that um, wherever he goes, um, you'll find Alex singing. And every now and then you'll hear him sing, Graze Thy Faithfulness. And, and, and it nearly brings you to tears when you hear him. But the other thing about Alex that, that I found really funny is he goes, you know, I can't actually hear my voice um, because I, when, when I got hit by the bullet, I mean, it ruined my, my hearing. So he's like, I have no idea if I sound great. I'm like, I, I actually want a recording of your voice because it's just, it's that good. Um, but it, those, those kinds of stories are all over the place in Colombia, And the fact that people um, are, are using the gifts that God gave them and, and using them um, to further his kingdom there. Right, it's just really, really cool. So, um, Glad you went. Yeah, it was really, really good.